everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the JC3 Show. I am your host, Dre Collis, coming to you from beautiful South Texas, where I hope everyone is having a great weekend so far, and I hope everyone is staying safe from COVID-19 and whatever other illnesses there are. Um, a lot to get into, a lot to unpack. A lot has transpired in the last couple of weeks since I've not been doing this podcast for the last two weeks. I'm sorry I've been on vacation. Of course, last week was 4th of July. And by the way, I hope everyone had a great 4th of July. I know I did. I had one of the best times with my family. And I had much needed relaxation. So I'm back, ready to go, better and prime than ever. So here we go. I can't hold back anymore. We got a lot to get into. We got NCAA to talk about how they so one conference is stopping all non-conference game. How I feel about that and a little bit more. Also, another conference suspends all sports for fall and winter. Probably premature, but we'll get into that as well. Also, the NBA teams and players and staff are arriving in the Orlando bubble. How are they transitioning to this move and everything? But And also, Major League Baseball is also starting here in two weeks. And some spring training games, spring training games are starting next week. And yes, we saw some interleague squad games. And I'm so excited. Yes, there's no fans in the stands. I know it's like only three innings, but I'm excited. Sports is back, baby. And we are ready. And But will it last? We'll get into that as well. But first thing I really want to get into is this NCAA. In one conference, who prematurely, I think, jumped the gun. And I think it's the stupidest idea that I've ever heard of in my entire adult life. Is that the Big Ten... Is canceling all non-conference games as we speak right now. So that means you won't get to see Notre Dame, Michigan. You won't get to see Notre Dame, Michigan State. You won't get to see um, all these great high-profile games that are going to go on because of this COVID-19. But I'm sorry. How is playing conference games, especially in the Big Ten, where you're scattered throughout the whole nation, different from... Playing a team from California or Indiana, which is basically the neighboring state to your big cutting conference. So I don't see how this is preventing anything. You still got to travel from one city to the next. I just don't understand how this is going to prevent you from catch, not catching the coronavirus if that's what you are scared of. That There's no reason to postpone. These teams are going to be on private planes. They're going to be staying in their own hotel room. They're, if you could, you could travel right before the day of the game, which I seriously doubt that's a stupid idea too. But saying all that, I just think that we got to look at the whole big pictures and we can't be living in fear with everything that's going on in the world right now. You cannot stop your life just due to the pandemic right now. Because when this first, remember when the first all started, everyone was saying, Oh, just give it two months or two weeks, couple weeks, three weeks, whatever the case may be for this lockdown. And then we'll flatten the curve and then we'll just go back to our normal lives as usual. Well, heck, it's been six months and we still haven't spread the curve. I'm sorry. Yes, I know Texas is spiking right now. I know Florida is spiking. I know some other states are spiking. But that's going to happen because coronavirus is not going away. Once you lock down everything it's still here and then more people are going out and they're contracting it. So we just got to get through the hurdle as we speak right now and stopping games right And Who says this, this coronavirus is even going to be here in September, October, November? And how stupid would that feel whenever, oh, we have no more sentence, but we can't play non-conference game and lose all this money and everything like that because of coronavirus that is not 
even in our world right now. Yes, it's probably going to be in our world, but I'm pretty sure that we're going to, scientists are going to come with, we're treat, we're figuring out how to treat this right now as we speak. And I just don't see how um, stopping non-conference games, especially in the Big Ten when you have Ohio traveling to Rutgers, which is in New Jersey, and then you have to go all the way to Wisconsin, then you have to go to Pennsylvania for Penn State, then you have to go, it's, there's still all over the world. So how is Notre Dame, the neighboring state to Ohio State or Michigan or anywhere else, how is that any different? I just don't understand the logic thinking behind the athletic director or the uh, conference commissioner's decision in any of this. And then another conference that really is grinding my gears right now, which no one really cares about, is the Ivy League. Why in the world did the Ivy League cancel not only fall sports, but winter sports as well? So basically what they're saying is their fall sports are going to be their springtime sports. How stupid idea is that? No one's going to want to play football in the freaking springtime when all the recruitings are going around. But then again, it is an Ivy League, and therefore no one really watches them. They're there for scholar reasons as well. But saying all that, I just think it's premature to stop all your whole lifestyle through all this pandemic when it's just a, a hurdle we got to get through in life. We can't just stop our life. Yes, I know people are dying, and it's sad. I'm sorry. I, I agree with that 110%. It is sad. But people die every day from different things. Look at the death of uh, the heart disease rate, the car accident rate, the drugs and alcohol overdose rate, the flu. Everything everything in the world is going to We just can't stop. Can we stop our lives just because of this coronavirus? I'm sorry to get on my bubble about this, but it just irritates me to high heaven to know that we are prematurely stopping our whole life just because of this one coronavirus. And I know it is serious and I know, but we, how are we just going to stop our lives? I just don't understand. Um, saying all that Stanford athletics as well is canceled, uh, got rid of 11 sports programs, including like rowing, wrestling, um, all these, I think, swimming as well. So that's another one jumping the gun. I just let's just calm down. There's a plan. If we don't need fans, whatever. And let's remember these college students when they come back to school, they're in a more safer place than they would be out in the middle, like where they are at home right now. They're in a contrapt in a little in a, in a bubble as well, and they can get the better care for them right there at their own uh, campus. So let's just. Get our minds together and there's a better solution instead of, oh, we got to cancel everything when it's still July and we still have a couple months to figure out this virus. The SEC is going to meet on Monday to discover how, uh, they're not going to make any decisions, but they're going to proceed on how to make things better and how to proceed with the future of the SEC. And I applaud them for that. And I just think that we all just need to take a step. And don't rush to judgment and let's just wait and see how medicine and all this if we can flatten the curve by august because remember it's only mid uh july right now so counseling everything just because we're in july and the numbers look horrific right now but i have a feeling late august i think that we're going to start flattening that curve and i think we're going to start going down a little bit so how stupid would the commissioners feel if that actually happened uh, so that's my take on the NCAA. I just don't believe that they should, the, especially the Big Ten, just makes no sense whatsoever how it's more safety to travel to a conference game to a non-conference game. I just don't, especially when some of these cities or states are closer than your regular conference states that I just don't, it's, it's flabbergasting. It's what it is. It's flabbergasting. 
Uh, let me switch gears to the NBA bubble. Teams yesterday, Thursday, as of yesterday or Thursday, arrived in the bubble, and some players are not happy with what the um, NBA has offered them and where they're staying at. Uh, Lakers point guard Rajon Rondo is not a big fan of where they're staying at a Motel 6. Tweeting out a picture. Really? Motel 6 NBA is the best you can do? Uh, kind of find it fun, funny, but whatever. It is it is what it is. It's a times where, but at least we're getting there. It will at least, uh, as we're seeing in other sports right now, uh, Major League Soccer started their tournament. They got some games in, but some teams have uh, withdrew their com- competitiveness as in the Dallas, uh, the Dallas, the Dallas team, and uh, another team. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm not fresh on my soccer, but I just don't. Uh, I just even though they tested positive for Corona and they pulled out, they're still moving on. And that's I applaud the MLS for doing. PGA Tour is doing the same thing. Uh, NASCAR is doing. Jimmy Johnson, their star, their bread and butter uh, racer, tested positive for COVID nineteen, but yet they say, you know what, you're going to be out, but we can't stop our lives. We're going to push forward, and yet ratings are starting to skyrocket a little bit more week after week with NASCAR and the same thing with the PGA. Players test, caddies test positive. All right, you got to sit out for two weeks, but we're not stopping our sport because of you. So, yes, I all know that's individual sports, but at the same time, I hope that the uh, NBA, Major League Baseball, when they start their season or restarting their seasons coming up, because I'm excited for it, that if a player tests, if a superstar tests, say uh, LeBron James tests positive for COVID-19, uh, are we going to stop everything just because of LeBron? No, you've got to push forward. And I just, I, I, I hope that they stick with this plan and I hope they see it through because I think it will be well worth it and just get everyone's mind off everything that is going on in the world. Yes, I know the NBA players think that this is a platform for their uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, social injustice, stuff like that. But yet, playing basketball, you still have a voice and you still can, uh, in your press conferences and stuff like that, you have a platform to still voice your uh, support and your opinions for that kind of thing. So saying all that, I just I hope that the NBA sticks with it. Just don't get scared when a couple because people are going to test positive from this because people are going to be leaving uh, the hotel staff, the staff. They got to go to their see their families and go home and you don't know where their family's been. So there might be some incidents where you might get a big superstar or someone like that contract the COVID-19. But. I just hope that the NBA sticks true to their guns, and I hope Major League Baseball does as well. Just because some players are testing positive, don't stop moving forward because that's the only way we are going to beat this virus and move on with our life if we just keep pushing forward and pushing forward and pushing forward. I know I'm a sports guy. I love sports. I know it's everything. But saying all that, this is uh, what's the word I'm looking for. This could be a realistic path of our not just uh, our lives, but just showing, hey, yes, we're getting a better understanding of COVID. Yes, it's not all there, but at the same time, we're getting a better understanding how to treat this, how what what medicines work, what medicines don't work, what vaccines work. So we're getting there, and right now, I just feel like we just have to push forward and don't look back. And I I believe that everything will go according to plan in that situation. Uh. Major League Baseball starting up in a couple of weeks. I know I'm excited. Uh, I watched a couple of games. Like I said, just like the NBA, I hope, uh, hope uh, their season starts off great. And I think it's going to be a rush to watch 60 games instead of 162 games where almost every game matters. That's going to be so exciting. But how exciting is it going to be without the fans? That's one take. Uh, the, I watched a couple of uh, interleague squad scrimmages this last week. 
it was fun to watch, but it was different, especially when someone hits a home run. It's kind of like, uh, just looks like batting practice or something. Uh, so saying all that, the, the, they're going to have to put in some noise or some, or the announcers just kind of do a remarkable job of bringing life to the sport, which is already kind of boring in some people's eyes. But I think that they'll figure it all out, especially with Fox and ESPN. And I think that they'll do a better job of that. But I applaud them for staking true to their guns and go not going to a bubble like the NBA and just going from stadium to stadium to stadium, and, but closer together. I kind of understand that. Because I know it's I know I just rambled on about the NCAA and the Big Ten and how they're not doing away with uh, how they're doing away with non conference games, but it's different because when you travel from New York to um, L.A., let's say you're going to be there for two or three days. Where football, you just there for one night and you're back. So the higher percentage chances are that way. So I applaud the MLB for doing that for what they are doing. Uh, I just hope that's true, and I hope they don't panic whenever they have a couple of players test positive for corona, and I hope that they just stick with it. Yes, we might have to watch some uh, AAA players play or AA players, but at least we're getting some sports back, and I know everyone's going to be excited. I know my cousin Clayton and my cousin Josh, I know they're getting excited. I've already got emails from them or text messages saying how they can't wait and how we're already sending me Yankee stuff. Now the Yankees are going to win the championship this year. So sports are back i'm excited about all that and i just and how is it going to affect your daily life i think that this is going to help us improve our daily lives and show and be a platform of how to live our life through in in and out of everything that's going on in the world today also football uh nfl is right around the corner i'm so excited about this i'm going to give you each week i'm going to give you my top uh, teams to win the East divisions, and right now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with the I'm going to start with the AFC West. Let's work our way west to east. All right, so AFC AFC West will be number four. Of course, it's going to be the Denver Broncos at number. Uh, no, I'm sorry, San Diego Chargers at number four. They they have a rookie uh, starting quarterback in Justin Herbert come from Oregon. I wasn't really impressed with Herbert coming from uh, Oregon. He was he has accuracy here and there, but he just didn't light up my screen like a Patrick Mahomes did when he was in college or a uh, Lamar Jackson or he just doesn't have that it fact. I could be wrong, but he's gonna it's gonna take a couple years for him to be a good pocket passer and uh, go ahead and read a defense and stuff like that. So it's going to take him a little time, but will he be a great quarterback? I think he has the ability to be great, but don't not for the next three or four years. At number two is going to be the Denver Broncos. I like what the Denver Broncos are doing right now. Their defense is probably going to be a lot better. Uh, they got a good running game in uh, Lindsey. Uh, we're going to see what Drew Locke looks like as quarterback this year. So a lot to look up to, and I think John Elway is always a great GM to move forward with that team and uh, put a team in position to be a playoff contender team. Just like they were last year, when they, uh, until all the rails fell off at the last four games of the season. At number two, by default, it's going to be Las Vegas Raiders, just because of John Gruden and uh, a couple of players that they added in the off season. And of course, Derek Carr to make it or break a year for him. I do believe if he doesn't become an elite, accurate quarterback, or, uh, then I think this is it. I think Jim, uh, Gruden and the Raiders will move on from. Uh, Derek Carr. That being said, I still think that they'll come in at nine and seven. I think that they'll still trail the, the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, where we all know are going to be number one. Patrick Mahomes, who just signed a half a billion dollar deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, and by all means, I'm not these guys who think that what can you 
I don't think that they should be making all this much money, but saying all that, if they have the money, I don't think that they still shouldn't have paid uh, Patrick Mahomes that much money as of right now, just because he has two years left on his contract. And you don't know what this coronavirus and how that's going to implicate our lives in any way in the future. We don't know if we're even going to have fans in the future. We don't know if it's just going to be televised, if there's even going to be NFL in the future at all and how bad this thing becomes. So I think that she should have waited, but I understand why they did it. They uh, basically just wanted to get out. They didn't want to have a Dak Prescott in the Dallas Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboy issue right now. So they just wanted to get it out of the way. So there's two years left on his rookie deal, and then he signed a 10-year extension worth over $508 million. Not all of it's guaranteed, but I do believe that with all of his incentives and everything like that, I think it's going to be close. I think he's going to get close to half a billion dollars. But that being said, with Andy Reid still at the helm, his offensive genius mind, Patrick Mahomes, who says he's hungry and who just – by his own words, just said that he didn't realize how to read a defense until recently. How scary is that for the rest of the NFL that he just now figured out in the middle of the last season how to read a defense. So with a full year under his belt and hopefully he didn't party too much after winning the Super Bowl and winking all this money, if he gets his head on straight, look for the Kansas City Chiefs to repeat as AFC West champions. Um, that's it for today, guys. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, I'll be back. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to do a show Wednesday. I'm going to get with my f- some MLB players. I'm going to do an MLB uh, special podcast on Wednesday night, right before the season starts. Uh, in two, uh, so uh, stay in tune for that. And also, I hope everyone's staying safe out there. Until next time, guys. Bye.